welcome to Stop, Back, and Roll, a podcast about winning all the time at everything, because you built your character the right way. I'm Brandon. And I'm James. Today we're going to be talking about a plug-and-play style of game design and make a character path for Brandon's Fantasy Heartbreaker. What if we didn't do a cold open? (laughs) Because we never used to do it, and now like 90-some episodes in, suddenly it's a thing we do. We've always done it. We have not, no. We've always insisted that it was the first episode of 2020. (laughs) No, no. No, but see, the difference is that we used to, we used to have a conversation, Yeah, and then I would cut into the middle of it, so it was always a cold open. I just didn't tell you. That is never true. (laughs) Yeah. I, I have listened to our episodes, that is not true. It is true. A lot of our episodes just start in the middle of a weird conversation. Now we're just starting in the middle of a conversation. And we're, we're pretending to start in the middle of a conversation. Yeah. Because you've been just saying, yeah, so then that reminds me of, and then we're going. Yeah. Yeah. So welcome to this very special high pollen count episode of Stop, Hack, oh, and Roll. There's so much. I don't know if, if people can hear it. I know I can. I'll leave I'll I won't run the pollen filter over the audio this time. So we'll leave that like that light just yeah. tickle of, of pollen. People who don't audio. live in the northeast of the United States will won't recognize the shh sound that yeah. goes from the entire spring season. Yeah. Yep. Ugh. So I'm dying. Well, yeah. Yeah. I've, my house is full of dust. It's all being kicked up and it's raining today, which is not helping. But all of that is just whining that really yeah. we don't need to do. No. So let's um, talk I don't have about anything. games. Let's talk about games. Is that yeah. what we do here? Do we Sometimes. talk about games? Um, mm, I'm very you'll... excited for NASA is going to launch a human <laughs> to the, the International Space Station for the first time since 2011. Okay. On Wednesday. So tomorrow. Are they going to bring your game up? No. <sighs> Not yet. I haven't Next told time. them yet. Yeah. I'm not sure they know. It's like the Olive Garden LARP. It's, it's unofficial for now. Yeah. But it should be official. Yeah. Check out Jeff Stormer's okay. Olive Garden LARP. Yes, do that. The the most unofficial, official, the official unofficial LARP of the Olive Garden. Yeah. Okay, so you know what? I've got a thing I can say. So, as people know from listening to previous episodes, the reason that Pasión de las Pasiones is statless is because of spite. That I was yes. listening to an interview of uh, Andrew Medeiros of Urban Shadows, and uh, he said that one thing that PBTA needs is uh, is stats, and so that's why Pasión de los Pasiones is statless. Now, recently I got uh, attacked by a whole ton of people online, and so because because I didn't like something from D&D, and so I'm making a fantasy heartbreaker. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I, ha- I will say, ha- after after hearing that story initially, I have... As a white man with a podcast, I who in tabletop games, I have started just laying down rules left and right about things that can't be done, <laughs> trying to generate more spite games. Yeah, yeah. If it motivated you, like spite is a is a very motivating factor, I think, in designing tabletop games. Oh, it's games. so powerful. And so, like, that's why if you're making it, if you're making a PBTA game, you shouldn't have more than four rule um, basic moves. <laughs> you can't. Yeah. You can't, you should, like, you can't, it's not that you shouldn't, it's that you can't make a game that has more than four. Oh, I see, okay. I've lost this <laughs> Except bit, the I problem think. is that that's such, like, a, that's so <laughs> clearly a provable fact. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, so because of that, I've been in, like, 
hardcore, stupid, high fantasy mode, um, as evidenced by like my entire timeline and like the mm-hmm. past three episodes of everything I can talk about. But I've come up with a thing that I'm really interested in trying out. Yeah. And I've started to goof around with it, and so I want to bring it to you. Yeah, and I have actually intentionally, well, so you have you have delved deeper into the OSR world than I am willing to follow <laughs> you, at least for now. Uh, and so I haven't been able to follow you down that path too much. And also because like at some point last maybe Wednesday or something, you were talking about the game we talked about on um, last episode. And at some point you said, oh, well, we can talk about this next next SHR. So we'll have some content. And at that point, yeah. I said my brain gave me permission to not listen or read <laughs> through. So now, so I have no idea what you've been working on. Oh, perfect. And I'm and I'm very interested to hear about how it has progressed. Yeah. So I I have been doing some OSR ex- exploration. This is tangentially related to it because what I've kind of been trying to do is look at D and D, which has a lot of things that I really hate. Yeah. Like um it has um like bioessentialism, it has like a lot of really racist language, it has Mike yeah. Merle's um and the, the colonialism, like colonialism. Colonial- yeah, the colonialism <laughs> the, the structure of the whole combat system. Mike Merle's the assumption that violence is like everything that you should be doing, all the people yeah. defending Mike Merle's. Um and so kind of just trying to like look and take the things I really like about D D and apply them to a story games maybe a story games OSR are hybrid because I'm a monster uh, yeah. that can't yeah. do a simple thing. Yeah. And so you, so you've landed on something. I think if I remember, if I'm, if I'm remembering correctly, all the stuff that I haven't written or read um, something that is like a Pokemon type system mixed with some like weird <laughs> alchemy where you like, you pick like <laughs> fighter heal, best friend and then that gives you a a, a joined class or like pet I have scholar no, bird i have no clue where you're getting pokemon um they have but types some like of that is accurate types and stuff together okay okay i see so like uh james the fighter type <laughs> pokemon yeah. um and so there, there's i'll admit there's things that i'm still struggling with figuring out how to make it mm-hmm. like fully align with my values um because like i'm feeling like oh superheroes and like, there's all sorts of issues with superheroes and institutionalized yeah. violence and uh, police <laughs> and everything like that. Um, so, you know, I'm doing my best at it. But so going for like a kind of defenders feeling, yeah, superheroic high fantasy which is I'm the into. vibe, uh, which that we've talked about a little bit before. But now I have a class setup. Yeah, which is this mixed mix three three things together yeah so what's the most fun part about making a D character finding um finding something that the system mechanically shouldn't allow you to do and then doing that like yes. playing a minotaur bard or <laughs> playing a gnome barbarian yeah like it's combining different things that should or shouldn't work together that like make a fun setup like that is something that is lost in story games um you aren't able to sit down at session one and go like i'm gonna make something broken or i'm gonna put a whole bunch of feats together to make something funky yeah and so that is like a kind of lonely fun or even a kind of table fun 
that I think is lost. Like the feeling of looking through a book and going, I want this, 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 this. There is that, like, it is the combining things aspect of it. Like, yeah. like there's there's a lot of, a lot of like, um, PBTA games have, uh, you can make, you make choices, but they're all choices yeah. within a framework of a playbook. And there are games exactly. where you have like freeform entry uh, to create whatever you want about your character. But that's really like, that's more like, it's just you creating a character. That's not yeah. that. And then, and it is interesting that, I think we have just now maybe started to see some of that, like like um, interstitial has started doing some yeah. uh, some of that mixing of of playbooks and stuff, and I think that is a. I know like my roommate. That's the thing about uh, about D anD D that he loves, or any yeah. any system at all, is looking at the the lists of things and the ways that you can combine stuff to make a better, cooler, different thing. It's like um, I, I I don't really uh, love like the GNS theory. Of that comes from like the Forge Indie style thing. This is like catalog gaming. It's like opening your catalog and find and circling all of the different Lego sets you want. Yeah, yeah. And like that is a style of gaming that we just don't we don't have. And that's honestly a style of gaming that isn't really strongly in the OSR either, because there's a lot of like paring down rules and getting things like really tight. Mm-hmm. And so that is a really cool, fun thing to do. That has been attached to these very traditional systems that aren't necessarily producing the fun because they're not necessarily producing like they're not like they're not producing story they're not producing opportunity right i wonder just as a really quick aside i wonder if it isn't a an aspect of also like again obviously i live in a in a very heavily pbta world but like because of the way the power by the apocalypse went with a single like you're you're using a playbook and so when you play when you play as that playbook you print out that playbook and then yeah. circle the options you want and we have mm-hmm. moved away from a take this generic playbook and move all of the the information over because your the your things the mechanics that you're interacting with are their narrative yeah. uh their their paragraphs their descriptions their mm-hmm. you like in the way that you don't copy over all of the rules for grappling onto your character sheet you write the page number and then go reference it but like if that was everything on your playbook then that would be hard to do which is why yeah. we, i think we've moved physically to this single sheet character sheet um yeah like, I miss can that. you imagine writing writing all of your moves down in masks <laughs> like yeah like when i have an additional move that's from a different playbook there's if no I am playing online, then I have the move in front of me. If I'm playing in person, I do not have the move in front of me. Yeah. yeah. You know, like, it doesn't fit on the sheet. It would be no. a paragraph to write it. Like, that is absurd. And so that's what I'm doing. Yeah. Because <laughs> I'm a monster. Okay. Um. But so the idea that I'm putting together is that instead of having a class... Because I, I want character generation to be super quick, right? I don't want it to be a thing that takes D&D style lengths of time. Really I quick. Want, yeah. Before we move on. Is this still a branch of, of Radcrawl or is this a new its own Heck, thing? I don't know. I don't know. Does it I matter? At all. Okay. It might not. It might because. So what I am realizing is that with a uh, with a style. With the fact that gaming is possibly at a huge in inflection point in terms of like how people tend to play. Yeah. Making a game that requires hanging out together using mm. a single physical deck of cards yeah. does not make sense. It might be that it could come out in two years and yeah. like 
everything is great. Everybody is playing in person all the time, no matter what. But my guess is that a lot of people are going to start playing their games online because they're going to start having really good tools to play their games online. Yeah. And so, so this, this is, is a great chance for me to do that. This is perhaps more like Radcrawl Origins, the movie, the RPG. Yeah, much more like Radcrawl Origins, the, the movie, the RPG, the comic book. Yes, the, it's, the, it's, the, yeah. it's the narrative tabletop role-playing game based on the movie based off of the hit card game. Yeah, it's uh, it's OSR where R stands for Radcrawl. Yes. Yeah. Um, original series. Original series. Yeah. The uh, yeah. That's what that's what it is. Okay. So sorry, I've interrupted you enough. It's the PlayStation Network. Um. So basically, what I want it to be is a thing that you are given interesting choices at the beginning. You're given interesting choices afterwards, also obviously, <laughs> but that you can create your character if you know what you're aiming for. Mm-hmm. Like super quick, ideally faster than a PBTA game. Okay, wow. Because, yeah, if you know what you're looking for. um, Because PBTA, you do like a lot of like relationship setup and everything like that. Mm-hmm. And th- I'm talking about dungeon crawling. And like it is in a city dungeon crawling and it is as superheroes dungeon crawling. But like, I don't want it to be a thing that you're making an enormous amount of decisions ahead of time because I do want it to be deadly. Like, yeah. I want it to be, yeah, yeah. have some of that feel that is a little, that is a little traditional of like, oh, your character might die at any point, and that's okay. Uh, that, like, is kind of older school. So here's what your character is. You've got three feats, or three moves. I'm going between the two names, because neither of them is super great. Yeah. And a piece of equipment, and maybe some stats. And okay. you're done. Okay. So... You choose from a variety of paths as opposed to uh, classes because you basically are creating your class mm-hmm. by the feats you choose. So uh, if you want to be good at fighting, you might take a look at a class that's like called like the Brute or the Duelist or something like that. And that is just a set of moves that you pick one or two or three and you go with it. Uh, it doesn't give a whole lot of other stuff. It might give a look. I'm, I'm playing with the idea of it giving a look to kind of like make it so once you've picked a couple of things, you have an idea of direction. It might give you some bonds with like factions in the city, which is something I'm playing with. Because hmm. I think city games could use like can use like a faction system. Yeah, I like that. But then it's like but then you're like done. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then you can start playing. And so like that's the a intent- that's a. That, just Sorry, to interject, that's a, that's a part of fate character creation that I really like, which is that it encourages you to like, once you've got your high concept and trouble and maybe one other aspect, they're like, yeah. there's all this other stuff you need, like stunts and aspects and like you have other phases of aspects. But in theory, once you've got those three aspects and, and some skills, like you can just go and the skills are really simple and you could even just fudge the skills too. Like, yeah, th- that, 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 um, that. The barrier from, hey, I'd like to play this game, or I'm in the middle, my friends are in the middle of playing this game, and my character just died. Can I roll a character fast enough to play again this session? Yeah, Which, and that's, w- that's what I want, is for people to be able to, like, grab a couple of things and be playing. Yeah. Because, like, you could theoretically take a single path and grab three moves off of it. Hmm. And then you're done, and you've made your character. But ideally, you're mixing and matching, because that's kind of, like, the fun of, like, leafing through the different possibilities. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um... So what I'm doing right now is more or less making paths or like starting paths and kind of like building them out as I figure them out. 
that aren't just the D&D classes because the D&D classes have an enormous amount of overlap that isn't mm, interesting. Yeah, yeah. Uh and then like kind of making like a set of base paths that you can make any of the di- in make any of the D&D classes yeah, yeah, with. Yeah, cuz you're it, it, this is a this is a, a cooking based game. You're, yes, exactly. You're mixing, you're mixing content together to to bake a character, right? Um, and so some classes may more closely resemble a path, like the fighter class. Yeah, there's probably I'm I'm calling it soldier right now. I'm not thrilled on that because I want them to be a little bit more flavorful than mm. than just like fighter, fightsmith. Yeah, like it, it's almost like it's almost like you're going with like the specialties. And pulling for or the subclasses or maybe even prestige classes and kind of pulling from those to make stuff, but like really focused in on exactly what it is. So like someone was saying, uh, so like the, the rogue and the druid both have animal companions, right? Mm-hmm. So that's obviously a path of yeah. has animal companion. Oh, that's interesting to look at like kind of the where the places where they overlap and then distill out of that. Path. Yeah, that's interesting. And then like. And then that means that you can say, I want to be a big dude with a giant axe that also has a animal friend. Yeah. yeah or it means yeah. you can go, I want my entire character to be that I have a cool animal friend. Or like a couple animal friends that you carry around in small orbs on your waist uh, and throw out into battle. Is that where Pokemon came from? No. Is that why? Okay. No, but, but uh, yeah, that's interesting. Um and like like a fighter, you can do an unarmed fighter, but there's also a monk, so like a melee yeah. kind of thing must be a path to follow. And so like the idea is just to have the paths be cool. Yeah. And so like instead of being like, oh, uh this gives you plus one HP yeah, at this a- level. Like this gives you an additional plus on a deck save at this level. Like I want everything that you do to be a cool thing. Because progression is going to be less about getting more powerful and more about broadening in that same PBTA sort of way. Um, I'm just thinking because that really hits on my 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 the thing that I've talked about probably a long time ago about how D and D was a game about getting better at the thing that you do. Yeah. And specifying, because you'll specify into, like, as you put more skill points into one thing, yeah. you specify and get better. Whereas PBTA games, because of the nature of you're taking more moves, you're broadening your character and becoming less specified. So the most, the point in which your character is the most unique is the point before you've selected it, or like, is like, bef- yeah, before you've selected any yeah. moves, or like when you've selected one move. Um, and so now I wonder if there isn't a way. I wonder how that plays into this because you're saying you're talking about advancement being broadening of of talents. Yeah. But well, also probably some specifying. I think that I'm going to try to make some moves do things like for each like plus one per point in this path or something like that. But there's also going to be an enormous amount of paths, right? Yeah. Like in PBTA, when you're picking more moves off your playbook you're getting more like everyone else who is that playbook, right? With this, theoretically, you could be going, oh, I am in the scholar path. I am taking every scholar move. But you're probably not, because that would be boring. And instead, you're going like, oh, 
I want a little pseudo dragon that sits on my shoulder. Or like, oh, what if I got like flight and I can just fly now? Or spider webs. Yeah, <laughs> so it's know. like if you're if you're if you're taking if you're taking more moves into and when you've when you've picked the pet scholar paths. Yeah. Then you're you're specialized you're becoming more like everyone else who has taken the Pokemon Professor uh yes. yeah. thing. Which is probably not everybody. And then if you're adding in a third, then the number of people who have chosen the exact same like three path combo is probably pretty rare. Yeah. So and okay. there's nothing stopping you from going like I am going to dip into seven different paths. Like I have oh, survived four adventures and I'm in seven paths now. Yeah. Because it is it is designed to be like like Picking totally out feats, like right? Yeah. Um, and so, like, part of that is taking advantage of the fact that people are probably playing online. And so, like, part of this is going to be making some fancy Excel sheets that, like, you choose yeah. your move and it has them there in front of you. Hopefully hmm. also for, like, a printable version. Uh, but the idea will be that, like, your character could die and that's okay because your character yeah, yeah. isn't getting that much stronger. You just make a new character. And then there's like you can maybe get some equipment from your old character. Huh. That's interesting. Yeah. The, one of the things that I think doesn't that's get, sorry. Just my brain hooked on to no, uh, yeah. getting getting character from your. I like the idea that if you have equipment that um, then then like if your character dies, the other players can grab that equipment, and if you roll yeah. a new character, they can they can hand like there's there's a cool moment in um in critical role where one of the characters through a series of plot things has come back i think from the dead and has no gear and so everybody at the table goes well we don't have your stuff but here's like one magical item from our list of magical items like here's the magical dagger i wasn't using here's a here's a here's some armor i wasn't using here's uh whatever and that's like a very cool moment where everyone passes on and re-gears their their companion yeah i i also want to play with the idea of like some guild play um that like you have a home base or you have like a guild that you're a part of that like Hey, maybe you get a piece of maybe you get a piece of equipment that isn't super useful for you, so you stick it in the guild for someone else to take. Or maybe mm, like you've mm. improved your relationship with the community, so you've got some additional bonuses is, from that. Which is that thing that almost every MMO has. Yeah, where like you are in a guild, and then you can donate gear or gold to the people who are getting started. But yeah. tabletop games doesn't have. I wonder it would be interested to, if, if you're talking about. Um, I wonder if if there isn't an interesting way in which, um, so, sorry, I'm I'm like bouncing back to the way that 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 Radcrawl, what like the original like way yeah. back Radcrawl used to be, uh, used to have used to have some stuff about uh, how the the um the weapons and items would advance as you level yeah. up with them, and I wonder if a system like that that played into the in like like if you came up with custom weapons and stuff where it was like this weapon will do this or like when you level up this lap this weapon you or item you can choose this advancement if you Mm. have the scholar path oh that could be cool and so and like have like path specific unlocks so you have to hand the item over to a scholar character to get slick 
Like you might like you might just be like, hey, can you just like bond like here? Like Brandon, you're playing the pet scholar and I'm playing the the brawl smith uh ranger or whatever and but i get this cool piece of um of, of i gotta get a cool shield that um uh, but it's got arcane runes on it and so i will never be able to as a as a barbarian type be able yeah. to unlock the magic that's in the shield but you are a scholar so if i give you my shield to use for a while then you will be able to advance the shield and then unlock unlock its latent magic in a way that i will never be able to but then you can hand it back to me and then if i've if i'm still alive and then and so i because i was thinking about ways to encourage people to pass magical items around a yeah lot that more. that is really cool that is something i hadn't thought about yet but like one thing that i'm trying to do with this game is make it so that it has essentially like module style systems not module like adventure but module like things that plug in and out yeah because that is something that i'm seeing this very cool in the osr is kind of a feeling that like like no one plays seems like no one just plays a game like it's like let's play this game but we'll grab this mechanic out of that game it's wild there was a blog i was reading that someone was talking about how they play like this hack with these rules and these classes and it's like four different games emerging into one game Hmm. which is like extremely different from the way that we think of like the indie story games like no one would ever sit down and be like oh yeah at my table we're playing monster hearts but we're using all of the masks playbooks like that does not make any sense like that is <laughs> yeah <laughs> like someone could do it but that doesn't make sense you are not playing either of those games yeah and so with this i'm trying to make things that like plug in and pull out and things like that so that you can have i'm very interested in improving my community and like making connections with my community and having the people in it begin to help us out in return or you can say like no that's not interesting to me i am just interested in upping my level and using better weapons and that's fine hmm. and so i want nothing to be dependent upon anything else but so you build. could have like that kind of like legacy weapon that builds up as long as it isn't the basis of everything yeah right? yeah yeah and then you plug and play it in. You're like, oh, hey, this that could even be like a specific cool thing. Oh, here's a legacy weapon that does X, Y, Z. Yeah. yeah. And like, then you do that. Like like the, the bog standard, like out of the box version of weapons and items in the game doesn't include path specific leveling. But this like yeah. legacy weapon item DLC thing uh, style module allows like adds that. And with the assumption that people are doing some playing online and using like Excel yeah. or Google Sheets or whatever, like you can start to do some of those things and like really play around with that, both on like a additional content or just on like a checkbox, yes or no yeah. kind of setup. You know? That also, even for the most part, lets you, it lets you do things like the pathfinder society or yeah. whatever the the D equivalent thing is where you can just drag and drop your character into any into any con game or whatever and so you might be running a one shot that isn't using the legacy weapons uh mechanic or like yeah uh rule set but i have a character that has a legacy weapon and because and, th and then i would just have to spend like if you were not familiar with it i could just spend two seconds explaining to you what this rule set was yeah. but then my, my my character mechanically works just well like as well as everybody else's i just have this extra thing and the goal is for it to be like pbta style that like 
the majority of your rules are right there on your sheet. Yeah. Just your sheet is composed of information from different areas as opposed yeah. to like a pre completely pre-made thing. Uh, so that's kind of like where I'm starting out with a lot of this. Mm-hmm. And what I've been doing is going online and going like, Hey, what's everybody's favorite class and what is your coolest <laughs> thing about it? Yeah. And just sort of putting that into some stuff. So I was thinking if you felt like it, we could either talk more theory on some of this stuff or like talk like building together some of like the things that you would like to see, or we could start making a path right now. Sure. Um, I think one of those sound more interesting to you. Why don't we start working on a path or can you, can you, so I would, I guess here's what I would like to do. I want to, I want to get to making a path because I think that'd be interesting to see how that kind of works. And I think we will get to more theory once we start doing that. I'd like to know what kind of paths you have already and maybe hear sure. an example of a, one or two just to sort yeah. of get a sense of like what you mean exactly. Absolutely. So I put together a list that basically gives an idea of what sort of things I might be looking for. And I'll just kind of like read them off quickly and then maybe I can, should I go over the ones that I already have a little content from or the just like a general list of stuff? Just give me a give me a total list right now. And okay. then maybe let's go back and pick one to look at. So, I have uh, the Beastmaster, which is pet stuff. The Arcanist, which I might end up splitting into different schools of magic, because I think that's maybe more interesting. Mm-hmm. The Brute, which is about being, like, you know, big and powerful and smashing stuff. The Dedicated, which is about having, like, oaths and, okay. like, having, like, being sworn to different ideals. Obviously, that comes from, like, cleric, paladin kind of things. Monk a little bit. Monk a little bit, yeah. Um, or more depending upon which edition. Yeah. Um, face, which is just like, you know, doing like the charming talking to people stuff and like forming connections as well. Some additional connection moves, uh, healer, which I'm not sure I might rename that for something else. Uh, musician, scholar, sneak, soldier, uh, captain. And I started working on like a corruptive magic mm. as like a test of like, would it be better to do schools of magic as separate things? Yeah. And I kind of think it would be. Yeah. Um, but so, and then I also know like flight is going to be a thing. I think uh, <laughs> small size might yeah. end up being a thing. Oh, that's interesting. So that you can be like, yes, I want to play Reaper cheap and that's take a couple because, levels of that. Because it doesn't necessarily. So I guess if you take the small size path, yeah. It implies that you are a small size character. Yes, possibly. But it doesn't limit all like it, like you don't have to you wouldn't necessarily have to have a small size path yep. to be a small size character because you mm-hmm. could be a small size character who doesn't focus on being taking advantage of the fact that they are small. Yeah. Like that's what Gimli that's is probably is a small size character. He d- has no moves from the small size book. Yeah. Uh, Pippin and Mary have moves from the small size book. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's I like that. I like that as a as a size mechanic, kind of. And like, there were probably like the brute might be also the big mechanic, the the big path. Mm. Um, and like finding names that are interesting but not too prescriptive. Yeah, is kind of a big challenge in all of this. Um, because I don't want it to just be just a list of feats yeah because that's like 
that's so terrifying to try to work your way through. No, it should um, be it should be like a your what is that your character spent time in their life focusing on mastering. Yeah. Um and so then the idea also is that like that can give you a little bit of additional stuff. Like it can give you a sort of vague direction on something, right? Mm-hmm. But it isn't necessarily something that you would want to take everything from and it isn't something that you wouldn't necessarily want to dip into, right? Like the brute someone brought up the like they liked um like playing like a big barbarian type and being able to like intimidate people or impress people by being so huge, right? Yeah. And so they've got a move uh when you flirt or brag to negotiate with someone add plus 1 for each die size above d6 your weapon is. <laughs> Cuz you're like, "Oh, I am the awesome dude with the sword that is yeah. like enormous and strapped to my back." And I'm going to use that to be like, "Oh, check me out." I like that. And, like, that is a move that you might want to take if you are a huge barbarian type. But, like, you could also be someone with, like, an enormous, like, crank-up crossbow from some kind of, like, mechanist class. And also be able to go, like, yes, I have my shiny toys. If you, Yeah. Oh, and the ability to mix and match these things and be, and, and say, maybe I will take the brute, the brute path and just grab that one move. Yeah, you do the like, I am going to otherwise make an anime character who is just about making magic and fighting and having big hair. And then I'm going to take this one move to represent the fact that I have this enormous sword (laughs) that's twice the size of my body. Yeah. And like it all is meant to be like very, very much designed to be pictured the way that you want it to be pictured. The captain just aimed to get like some warlord abilities has a thing where like. When you comfort someone outside of battle, you ask them why they're doing this. If they tell you, they heal right away. In the future, you can remind them of that, and they'll heal right away. And is that them going like, my hand is back? Maybe. Or is that them going, no, I'm ready to fight again? Hmm. And both of those are totally okay, and it's not going to tell you which of those it is. Because all of these characters are like 4th edition level, potentially magic or not, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. They're all they're all jumping off of buildings with a crossbow in both hands to sure. fight a dragon. Yeah. Yeah. Like you do. Yeah. That is a that is not like you have to have taken a specific move to do that. That is an assumption of a thing you can do. Yeah, I like that a lot. Um so And then you might die because the game is also meant to be a little deadly. Yeah, sure. that's you know, <laughs> a little that's, realistic. That's the, the risk the risk and reward. Yeah, exactly. Um so I wonder, so what is a good, what's a good thing that I think you're missing? Well, so uh, what is your favorite, what's your favorite, like, fantasy? Do you have a favorite fantasy class or a favorite fantasy gimmick or um, something like that? Well, so like I said, well, I, when I responded to that that tweet, I, I agreed with the person who said the the warlord stuff like i re- like we only okay. played we only played fourth ed once but i played yeah. uh, but i really liked that the the take on a bard as being a controller like they they use that controller type archetype where like yeah. you were if you were the warlord or the bard you were not like hanging back like most bards are like rain in, in other editions yeah. are like hang back maybe like throw some inspiration around be basically weak spellcasters but fourth yeah. edition bards were like in the heat of the battle, like pointing out the people, like encouraging and 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 leading the charge. And I and I really yeah. liked that kind of like leadership aspect of that. Um, cool. 
I wonder if I'm thinking about other characters that I've played. I wonder if um some sort of a lying based sure uh, the trickster path, a trickster path. I mean, obviously that's my brand, but I think you need a trickster <laughs> path. I absolutely agree that that is because that's definitely something that like that ties in very easily with like with rogue with bard yeah uh possibly with others you want to goof around a sorcerer oh that's the other thing i love um um you need like this is so this is definitely why you need um you need specific spellcasters as opposed to random things is like if i if anyone was like hey james we're gonna play some D &D," uh right now i would be like okay cool i have four chaos magic sorcerer play, play uh, yeah. uh, uh, characters made because I love that like rant like sorcerers who are wielding magic they don't fully understand and so as a result they accidentally cast extra magic yeah that's that my is favorite chaos mage of some kind chaos magic of some kind yeah. is 100% something that should be in there where you cast a spell and fire off two other extra spells by accident yeah um, and I'm still working out exactly how spells work sure but because it might just be that those are moves you know um, but like goofing around with all of this is like any of those could be a fun thing to, to play with. Is there one that draws you in? Um, let's, I would say let's focus on the trickster. Cause that's the thing that I, that I like and know the most. Oh, Sounds I would, good. I would play such a trickster chaos magic, uh, <laughs> brute. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> there is nothing wrong. Well, and so like the goal is that you can at level one, you get three moves yeah so you could say i am taking one from each of these classes and then at you know second level after one adventure you could even go and now i'm picking from a fourth or you can start to specialize you know so what do we need to make a path yes so first we need a name trickster Trickster. is fine for now yeah um i've been throwing in like a single line or two of like some kind of like little box texty stuff that is not at all important yet it will be important when you're the kind of person who shows up to the party and tells and 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 gives your name as someone who is probably already there (laughs) it is exactly that kind of stuff it is it is (laughs) quick and simple um i have been putting in a look which is like a general idea followed by like a couple of possibilities of things you could pick from uh the idea from this is basically like you know, if you are using corruptive magic, you should have some kind of cool thing that, right? Like, you yeah, should look yeah, cool. Yeah. And so, like, if you do zero additional work on your character, then this gives you, like, a couple of descriptive look pieces. Yeah. The trickster should um, have a cool big hat that, like, covers one eye or something. Like, it covers their eyes so it hides is, their facial features. Is that two different looks, or is that one look? Um, yeah, it's probably two different. Like a cool big hat, and then some article of clothing that covers or or uh, obscures facial features. Okay, a cool big hat. Gotta have a cool. Um, big hat. maybe partial facial color covering. Yeah. Or we can always reword. Yeah, we can come, but I don't know if this is like r- terrible. Sound quality with me typing. That's fine. And this is nice because it's also in a podcast, so I can just stick this in the fully public one. Yeah, because I've sent you the the uh, Patreon one. Ah, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. 
been really bad about Patreon anything. Huh. Yeah. So, okay, cool. So I see, yeah. So, so the quick cool sentence, hat, the, the look. Um, anything else that you would like to say? Some kind of... I'm trying to think about other other tropes. Um... And we try to make it. I'm trying to make it so it isn't all clothing, yeah. but maybe it is for the trickster. It could be that it is. Could even be like deft hands or something like that. Hmm. Constantly moving hands. Wide flourishes. T- thousands of tiny pockets. Thousands of tiny pockets like that. Yeah, thousands of tiny pockets got to be there. <laughs> That's a good one. Um, that is. We can come back. I'll I'll think of more. Cool. Yeah, and so like that. That's this is. This is my back burner project. Like it is not something I am deeply. Yeah, but it's interesting. I really like the, I really like the 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 the, the that kind of like mix and match quant uh, thing of it. Although, thank you. It is now making me like the thing that I the thing that I now I want to find it. And I wonder if you can't do it with this, then yeah. finding another system that really focuses on um passing stuff back and forth between characters because yeah another thing like like this sort of mixing and matching of building a custom character on a blank sheet that we've lost with sort of story game focused stuff yeah is that like typically in any pbta game i can expect to sit down and look at my playbook and never have to look at anyone else's playbook and and i'm not doing too much that's going to I mean, I guess in in masks you are you are influencing other people's playbooks a little bit in when you change yeah. their their labels, but that feels different than like here take this sword or yeah take this take this whatever yeah that that almost gives me like a Final Fantasy Tactics yeah vibe yeah of like changing people's equipment to change their class and stuff like that. Hmm. Hmm. Uh, Maybe I'm writing a hack of the game you haven't finished yet. <laughs> well, you don't have to do that. You can write a module. Oh, okay. Yeah, see? That's 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 where that that mind that like mindset changes, right? So instead of writing a hack of it, you go like I want this property, this rule set, yeah. So let's let's stick it in. And like it might be that you do need a full hack. But if there's like a single thing that you want to add into it, it probably is just a module that can be added into. Yeah, it. yeah. That's interesting. Yeah, I think that's cool. When you take a move, when you take a move uh, from the path, you take or increase a bond with one of the following, and it will have a couple of people or factions uh. that are there. I think it's going to actually list actual NPCs in yeah. kind of the Blades in the Dark style thing, which I really but like, but with more guidance there on the sheet. So instead of being like Johnny the Demon, it'll be like. Johnny the demon bar owner of this place with like yeah. a page number. That's that is one of my favorite parts of um I think Noir World did it a little bit, but Masks does it a lot for a lot of the characters where you have playbooks that create places and NPC yes. artifacts yeah. for so that if you for like for a GM sitting down to prep a story, you just look at all of the NPC npcs and places and go well here's the setting yeah. for our game and this makes it so that each character creates one to three npcs like right off the mm, bat no matter yeah. what 
And like my intention is that there will be a book or a guide of some kind that has these characters statted out in some way. But also, Mm. if you don't like that, you change the name or you don't use the pre-written lore, you know? Yeah, that was that is my problem with uh, with um, with Blades in the Dark. Small uh, uh, beef with Blades in the Dark is that a lot of times you'll be like, "Who's your choose your ally?" Yeah, and my ally is Steve. Yeah, <laughs> cool. Who's Steve? And yeah, and doesn't tell and me. Especially doesn't then, give me anything. Then you can end up going like, "Oh, I chose Steve," and then it's like, "Oh yeah, this person uh, dissects people and puts souls into their spleens." And it's like, yeah. I would not have chosen Steve if I knew about this pastime. Well, but it's, it's it's like, they don't tell you anything about the characters. And so it's like, why did I even do this? At all. Why did I Why did I do this at all? Why didn't we just wait until later? And then when you said, hey, who's the person you go to? I made up a name. Yeah. Like, why is it a specific name? Why is it? Like, I guess a lot of times they are like the alchemist or whatever. But like, I want more information. Yeah. I want to know, like, for a game that is hyper focused on its faction chart, I want to know what faction these people are. People are in. I want to know. That's. I want to know where they work. Where in this? Where on this map that you've given me do they mm-hmm. live? Like, and that's what I want to give is like make it so that it is very and like you know, again, like everything, plug and play. If someone is yeah. like, no, I do not want to pick bonds, then they just sure. cross that section out. <laughs> yeah. Or if they want to pick a bond but don't like the description of Steve you've given, then they then they can just use your yeah, own. Yeah, exactly. Totally cool. Um, so for this, I because I obviously don't have any character names or factions yeah. in made yet. I've been making like a kind of generic three factiony things. Okay. Uh, so tricksters, what kind of things do they connect to? Um, so they should definitely have a like a fence or an underworld contact, someone they can buy or sell illegal items from. Cool. Um, they should have a, maybe a noble mark. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Like the one noble that everybody steals from. <laughs> the Perfect. um, who's the guy? Who's the guy from Robin Hood? Um. Because Robin Hood is kind of a trick. Oh, yeah. The, not the sheriff. Maybe the sheriff. Yeah, maybe the sheriff. The sheriff, yeah. Isn't the, the giant, the fox. It's been a while since I read. Not the fox. The wolf? The, the dog? What Who animal knows? is that? <laughs> if you know what animal that <laughs> um, is, hit us up. It's <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Reach out to us. Tweet us pictures of your favorite I think it's a dog. Uh, animal. I'm pretty sure it's, I'm pretty sure he's a dog. It's been so long since I saw that it's movie. It's a great movie. Um, anyway, and, um, maybe a, um, uh, I know like, um, what a- something like I'm thinking a, um, I'm trying to get to the trickster God a little bit, like a, like, a, oh, a, like a, a, like a, a fae from beyond the, love it. the, the mortal realm that you shouldn't have talked to. Nice. I'm going to put, like, Faye Patron for now. Yeah. With intention to, like, flesh that out. Like, it's not the demon pact owner of the Tainted or the... No. Or the... the it's not, like, the way that the... It's not, like, the... Um, uh, what's the... Um, the warlock in, um, in D&D gets a... a, a, a can, can have a, a patron who yeah. gives them their magic. Um, it's not like that. It's, like, just someone you know and have spoken to. Yeah. 
but shouldn't have because it's it's almost like a patron in like the real sense as opposed to like the getting power from sense like someone who you might go to and get some favors or get something from that like delights in your stories but but you maybe don't want to get too deep key there is that like you shouldn't even be talking to them because even by talking to them you've given them a foothold into our world oh nice is what I'm, which is, yeah, the bad idea of Fate Patron. Yeah, perfect. Um, okay, cool. So that is, that's all the flavor. The only other thing mm-hmm. that is going to be flavor that I still need to work out exactly how it's going to work is each playbook will also give options for starting equipment because mm, you'll yeah. get a piece of starting equipment as well. I think it's going to be based off of playbooks. I'm not 100% positive. I'm a little tempted to be like, at the beginning of play, the GM generates four pieces of equipment. Choose one. But... It's going to be one or the other. You could do both. It could be both, too. Okay. In that case, we are on two feats. You could do um, a... Uh, okay, cool. How about this? What if you did a... a sorry, I'm no, just no. thinking about... Say you had... Um, a, for each of these paths, yeah. you had a list of items to draw from. Okay. Um, so that you would choose, like, your, your, tool, your, your thieves kit or your... Um, your your um, family's sword or the the spell book that your mentor wrote, yeah. um, and that would be giving you items. But then at the beginning of a, at the beginning of a like a session zero, the GM um, starts out by generating one or g- generating one magical or whatever r- random item w- per character to represent the stuff you got on your last adventure. Okay. Yeah, that's good. And so then it's not necessarily like the perfect item for everyone, but like the GM makes these, like while everyone is sitting down making their paths, the GM is crafting four, four items yeah. and then slaps them down in the middle of the table and goes, okay, who's taking one of these? These are, this is what you got nice. during the last couple rooms of the, and so then even if you, even if you then brought in a new character, the GM just makes a random either either you don't or you, the GM could make a random item for them and be like, this is what you got during your last yeah. your last adventure. Perfect. I think that's that exactly captures like the feel of it of like of you are because because the whole feel of it is you are doing these adventures. You are very good at what you do, but it's yeah. also very dangerous and not like you're not like necessarily like you're not enriching yourself in the way that a and d character automatically does. Yeah. Like that you are maybe you're going like, yes, I'm taking from nobility. I am going to be noble and rich. But like the base assumption should not be that at level seven, you build a castle like the base assumption yeah. should be at level seven. You go and you fight some bad guy because <laughs> that's what you do. because yeah. You're here to defend the city. Yeah. Yeah. And I like that because then that like here are the four items you got on your last on the last quest or whatever the last mm-hmm. dungeon you delved into, it can be kind of a here's one cool magic item for each of you, but also it's the how did our team come together? Yeah. It's the what was our what was the what happened on the last episode of Passion de los Passiones? Mm-hmm. What like what is what happened in the last episode of our show? Yeah. Just before. And people could look at the items and be like, what did we fight? We fought uh oh this is yeah. this has some necromantic stuff. We fought a lich. Cool. Yeah. Done. And like you don't need to go deep you into backwards it. from items. Yeah. Cool, cool, cool. I like that. There you go. That's free. You can have that. Thank you. I appreciate that. I'm going to just toss that <laughs> in my pocket. Um, well, I sent you this document. It's an even trade. 
Oh yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Let's. So do you want to? If we've got we've got time to make a feed or two, right? Yeah, maybe one. Maybe one. I'm pretty bad at making moves, so <laughs> it could go slow. That's okay. So thinking of the trickster, um, mm-hmm. we can do some things that are kind of like mundane sort of things, or you can go to like more wild stuff. You know, there's no reason the trickster's thing couldn't be like pulling pulling the correct item out of a hat. You know, yeah. Or it could be like a deceptive thing. It can be like it could be something as simple as like you always win coin. Uh, you always win coin tosses. Yeah. Or like you win every game of chance. <laughs> God, that's so good. That's so random. I love or not random. Um, it's the opposite of random. Actually, it's the opposite. Um, <laughs> um I was thinking. I I was thinking the something about um. Maybe not teleporting, okay. but like, like I, I love the the tro- the trickster trope that where they always show up in the like in a scene. They're Perfect. either like they were hiding there or they stumble into the scene at the right time. Um, it's the um, the um, the tainted in in Urban Shadows has the, the ability yeah. where if someone like calls on you and they with a bond, they can summon you into a scene with them. Yeah, that kind of stuff. Um, I do like the wins every game of chance, though. I mean, That's they can good. they can both be there, right? Do you, you want to do you want to yeah. do both of those for now? Sure, let's do both of those. Okay, so what do we call the game of chance one? Um, not a game of chance. Yeah, um, it's fine. Game of no chance. Game of Thrones. Game, game of game of a song for for crows and thorns. A song of. Songs and dice. Um, how about loaded dice? Yeah, that's good. That right there was just that was process right there. <laughs> uh, you win any game of chance, and just yeah. like win. Should should I be should be you win or you can win? You may choose to win. Um. Yeah, it should be you may choose to because it should be. You can choose to like with the implication that you could choose to lose. Yeah. Basically, whenever you're playing any game of chance, you can choose to win or you can choose to lose. How about you may choose the results of? Yeah. 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 That's so powerful <laughs> and so ridiculous because, yeah. I mean, like, that's the intention, uh, though, right? Like, yeah. I don't want things that don't feel power. I don't want players to be going, like, I'm trying to find the good thing. I want players to be yeah. going, like, I'm trying to find, I'm trying to decide between these good things I want. Because, like, admit, like, having this feat means you'll win any game of chance. And that's done, right? Like, (laughs) fine, you're done. But, like, if you're hanging around in the same noble circles, winning a bunch of money from every nobility around you, they're going to start to notice. No one's going to want to play cards with you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's the... I like it because it also, it it gets you to... If you know that it's a skill that you have, yeah. then yeah, you'll use it. But if you use it too much, people start to notice. It gets you to, um, this is just like my, I keep my constantly pulling on the most obscure television show, but I love the finale of the show Reaper, um, which is about a guy whose parents had sold his soul to the devil. So he had to be a Reaper for the devil. I've never even but heard the, of this show. <laughs> it's a t- it was a, it was a not a very good show on the CW um i think it was a it was a kevin smith show but it has the greatest ending of any tv show ever because i think it got canceled and the writers were all just like screw you (laughs) here's our ending um but it ends with 
the 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 main character trying to bargain his soul back from the devil okay and um and convinces the and so it's it's sort of the like well what are we going to do that you've never heard of your life show uh and that you should never watch from 2007 (laughs) um uh i mean it's not really it's not this is what this won't be a spoiler but it's it's that like what do you what do you do like what if you what do you um what's your skill that if you if you run into the devil what do you challenge him to Mm, a game of Uh, like obviously, like, and this character is not like a fiddler or something like that. So you're not gonna do you do a fiddle contest. You're not gonna fight the devil. Yeah. So he challenges him to a game of quarters. <laughs> that's excellent. And so, like, that's the I love the idea that so if you have if you have on your character sheet that you always win every game of chance. So when you get deep into the dungeon and run into the dragon, you're gonna be like, what if I challenge this dragon game to a game of of poker, yeah. a game of cards? Yeah. And like, and then that's a cool non like atypical moment. Yeah. And so th- that's what I'm trying to get with each of these things, right? Yeah. Uh, so how about that other it's one? Another appearing in scenes. Yeah. So uh, I closed the document. <laughs> um, it's uh, I, so the 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 idea is that um, it's either that people can. It's like um, anytime it should be something like anytime anyone speaks your name. You can choose to appear in the scene. Okay, I like that, or something like that. Does it need to be a? It doesn't need to be a fuller move where you like roll. It can be. Um, or is that enough? I like the idea that yeah, burning ears is so good. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's. Um, I hate. I hate. I don't. I don't. I don't love it being that you can choose to appear. Okay. Because then it's the same as loaded dice, where you may choose the game, the yeah. results of any game. I like it more that that you have to. Anytime anyone speaks when your, your name, name you spoken, have to you must appear. appear. You must appear. That's that's pretty excellent. So that might not even require. I don't know that that requires a role. Hmm. Um. Because it is something that could also be disadvantageous. Yeah. You know, because like because there's really three ways that I'm bu- there's four ways that I'm building these moves. One is it improves a stat or improves something that you might already be doing. Um. Like you know you get additional damage blah 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 blah, mm-hmm. blah whatever it is um another is a effect that is like a quick result and trigger and it's done like you may choose the result of any game of chance right like very simplistic mm-hmm. another is a move that you're making a roll and you're doing a thing that's very much like like uh the corruptive magic has a fi- has a like dark fireball that has some options yeah uh, most spells will probably have some kind of variant on that. Yeah, and I'm sure the trickster will have some kind of a sneak attack role. Totally could see sneak attack for the trickster. Um, and then the last is you spend valor and a thing happens. Okay. Uh, valor is just kind of like the MP of the system for now. So maybe so. Okay, so here's here's if we wanted to add if we wanted to make this a spend valor. Um, well, if it is a thing that like that you might not want to be there but you have to appear then yeah. it might not be a thing that you spend valor because then like so, well, you so could be in a situation where the thinking. paladin wants you to appear right now and so they talk about you and you're there this was so this was the thing that i was thinking is um the only place the only room for a move there or for spending currency would be if we wanted to say that Anytime someone speaks your name, you appear physically appear in the scene. 
but you can choose to whether or not you come out like whether you, do you come out of the is it the that you, someone speaks your name and you and you Present. immediately fall out of a closet yeah. or is it that you are then they like the 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 camera cuts away to you like behind the bushes mm. so are you still are you there so like anyone says your name you're, you're there. there but are you but the and then the are you immediately revealed or do you remain hidden and shoot so, what to allow you to choose to re- to reveal yourself so uh when when your name is spoken you immediately reveal yourself to be present spend a valor to to remain to hidden. remain hidden or appear in this in an especially opportunist like in an especially yeah to wait for the right moment yeah do you like that that was what i was kind of thinking yeah because then it's a you can choose to anytime anyone says your name that because that also gives you the option of doing the someone it can be the the paladin says your name and you're immediately there to help or someone works your name into conversation, knowing that you will then appear but can remain hidden yeah. because they're being held captive or something like that. Yeah, absolutely. Because this is this is a very high magic setting. Like it is yeah. intentionally very high. I'm still going back and forth on like not how steampunky it is necessarily, but like <laughs> every time I describe a situation, I'm like, and then they're jumping out of a window with two crossbows, and I'm like, ooh. Is this a different sort of aesthetic that <laughs> that I'm specifically describing? But that's I think you can leave it generic enough. Yeah. That it can be that. I like that kind of an urban that like um I like the the vent that Van Helsing setting where it's like the characters are all using crossbows and swords and one of them is a vampire and they're in a castle, but arguably this is the nineteen hundreds. Yeah. Yeah. And like part of it would also be like what kind of what kind of feats you take. Like, there's going to yeah. be some kind of a thing. There's going to be some kind of a tinkerer class. And, like, these paths yeah. are easy to make. Like, we are uh, halfway done at least with the trickster. And we definitely yeah. spent less than an hour on that. Yeah. We spent less than half yeah. an hour because we also talked all about <laughs> a bunch of theory stuff. Yes. Give me give me a path that lets me play Belle's father from <laughs> Beauty and the Beast. Uh, that's what I want. That sounds like some scholar. It sounds like some tinkerer. Yep. It's a scholar, tinkerer, trickster. Trickster? There's my character. Yeah. Oh, well, okay. Maybe. I don't know. I, I, I thought you were saying Belle's the, daughter. The, I mean, Del, Belle's yeah, father. No, father. Yeah. I think, isn't he a trickster? Wouldn't you say that he's a trickster? Yeah, because, like, you know, the Beast said his name and he appeared in the castle. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He was like, I'm going to go sell that guy something. Perfect. <laughs> there, We also could put some kind of a thing in loaded dice for a move that, like, if you are challenged on it. But mm. I don't know that we necessarily need to. Because, like, look, what I would want it to be is if there is a move, it should be an advantageous move, right? Yeah. Like, I don't want it to be paired with a weakness. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, I think I like that the way that it's it is so because it's it's so simple yeah. and it's so just sort of like ninety degrees from yeah. if you're talking about a characters that are going to probably be going out and fighting a whole bunch of stuff. Mm-hmm. And it's just and it's just it's, done. Yeah, and it's just it's not it's not directly advantageous to that. Yeah, combat stuff. So it pushes you towards something else. One thing I also want to take advantage of just because like we are in the year 2020 is how easy it is to do 
like actually do errata and actually Ooh. fix things. And like if people are yeah. primarily using sheets that are Google Sheets, it's like extremely easy to just be like, hey, here are we, we found that there were some major balance issues that literally every person who played the game chose loaded dice because it turns out it's super <laughs> yeah. broken. Uh, what? Load this in. A game, a move that lets you win every game of chance. Super broken. Super broken. Unbelievable. I actually don't know that that is overpowered. I, th- I think it is the correct no, amount I think of power. It's perfect. Yeah. Okay. When I try to argue that my character should let me, my choose every game result of every, any game of chance should apply to the meta game we are playing <laughs> and all of my other rules. And that's where it might be broken. Yeah, that's where it's broken. If you broke. allow me to do yeah, that. Yeah, but that, that's not a game side issue. Do you have other ideas yeah. of feats, just like as a general stick um, it down to fill in later, or not really? I, I think it definitely needs the sneak attack, yeah. which you wrote down already. Um, it needs, it probably needs some kind of a Disguise, maybe? transformation. Yeah. Like hide, turn into a wolf, turn into a, a raven, oh. turn into a... Um, I was assuming you like, meant like... Li- disguise yourself as somebody else no 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 like literally like turn into turn into an animal turn into a fox turn into a wolf temporarily okay do you think it should be that Um, or do you think that that should be a recommended dip into a different path oh interesting um because i think that's another thing is that like these as you can see like this is way less than a page yeah so my intention is basically that each page each path will be one page so it has like a couple feats it has a couple things and then it says like if you're looking for this check out this path hmm. if we need Interesting. to you know yeah that might be its own thing like if you're talking about a like a shapeshiftery type shapeshiftering thing for a, sh- a shapeshiftering. druid or a wolf shapeshifter shapeshifting will definitely be a path right like okay, that's then yeah that's we a, don't need that then that's a very important druid ability and yeah. in general, just a great ability. Yeah, it can't have werewolves not shape shifting. Exactly. Shift shaping. Um, um so yeah, other than sneak attack, I'm not thinking of anything else right cool. now. Um we'll grab other stuff. Yeah, we have to come back to it, obviously. Although I do I would you know, actually... I do kind of think like a disguise ability of like like not like turn into an animal, but like pass as yeah. somebody else yeah, yeah. is an ability yeah, that should have. That should and that should be a move, like where you roll to see how well you yeah, do it. Yeah, agreed kind of a thing um i would love to see this as um these reframed as um rather than thinking about it like the way you have it arranged here which is this is such great audio rather than having the way you have it arranged here um where it's like um it's just like a paragraph like the first top third of a page i wonder if you couldn't um make them like half of like the left half of a page okay so that you had so sitting in front of you instead of having like these ch- like top half bottom half of a piece of paper um r- rather than having like hamburger style folded half of pages <laughs> you had a hot dog style like but holding them like like they're a bookmark okay so that you have a bunch of long strips of paper that represent the different paths oh that's cool that might be the way that i would i would want to see it yeah i'm the formatting on it is going to be important because there's got to be a way to set it up so that it's easy if you are actually playing in person. Mm-hmm. Whether you're like cutting and pasting or having a little having a little packet or like having like a hand yeah. of cut out cards or whatever. 
uh, there's got to be some way to do that in a convenient way. Part of it will, will also be that, like, I think that I want to make it so that the Excel or Google Sheets or whatever form fillable PDF, yeah. like, can be printed out in a way that looks good. Because you won't yeah. be getting new abilities during the game. Each session, yeah, like, between. Yeah, each each session, I think you probably get a new ability. If mm. even. Yeah. Okay. Cool, 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 cool. Well, I think that we've hit our time. I think we have as so. well. But we have made, uh, like, what, two-thirds of the Trickster? Maybe more? Yeah, yeah. Which is, which is fun. Um, I am super interested in this format of fantasy heartbreaking yeah break my fantasy heart oh this is definitely gonna break my welcome to our new podcast break my fantasy heart (laughs) all my fantasy hearts (laughs) not gonna lie to you there is a part of this that is me going like could this be made could this play all my fantasy children well yeah because like part of that podcast's appeal which is it's a character creation podcast by our dear friends jeff stormer and aaron katano sayas uh, part of the huge appeal of that show is that they have characters that are so multifaceted. Yeah. And so like, you're never as simple as the fighter, right? Yeah. 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 And, and it has both like pumpkin farmers and also trains. Yeah. It's so, so cool. yeah. 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 Maybe this is a, could this be a all my fancy children branded game <laughs> content games? <laughs> I think I think certainly uh it would be easy to add some all my fantasy children uh items or or a module or something like that. So, if you would like to see Jeff and Aaron officially <laughs> recognize this game as the official, the official. all my fantasy children <laughs> tabletop <laughs> game, then don't tweet at them. No, don't tweet at them. Don't harass our friends. Yeah. But do tweet at us to let us know that that's what you want us to see. Uh, at where we, we can we cannot. Sorry, I'm stumbling into this outro. That's because this um, is the worst outro we've ever done. We you can find either of us together at Top Back and Roll or individually. I am at End the Meltdowns and I'm at Bileo and Gambetta. Uh, definitely hit me up there. We'll we'll put a link to a tweet in there to. For you to let me know what your favorite uh, fantasy class or ability is so that you can help add to this this thing. It's been it's been actually super relaxing, just like going and clicking and going like, hmm. oh, someone likes this thing about druids. Let's make that happen. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you can find all of our episodes, links to some of the games we've been working on at www.stophackandroll.com. You can email either of us at James or Brandon at stopbackandroll.com. If you'd like to help the show out, you can rate and review us on iTunes, Stitcher, or wherever you find your podcast. Help other people find it. We make this show and our other shows with the support of our Patreon backers. We didn't have any new backers this month. Uh, I suspect that might have to do with the global pandemic that is happening. Um, (laughs) But it gives us more time to thank some of our old favorites, like Aaron Olson, uh, August, Marty Chidoric, uh, Ollie Jeffrey, Hella Drawings, Magpie Mirror Test, Jimmy Rogers, and Oliver Perks. If you'd like to help support our show financially, uh, please check us out at patreon.com slash stop hack and roll. If you can't support us financially, which we 100% understand, support our community by becoming a part of us. Become, become <laughs> Come part of us. <laughs> Come join. One if you can't us. support us financially, join the show. 
just be a part third of the, part of the podcast, podcast part of the ship. <laughs> uh, we're keeping all of this. Uh, if you can't support us financially, support our community by becoming part of it. Join our Discord at tinyurl.com slash shrdiscord or discord.stopbackandroll.com. And I giggle Please take over the show from us. We've been doing it for so We've long. For- oh, yeah. We didn't talk about. How about this? We've been making this podcast for four years. We hit our oh, anniversary yeah. recently. Oh, no. This is the first episode since we hit that anniversary. <laughs> this will be the, one of the, I think we, we have successfully celebrated with champagne every other year. Really? We, we missed it the. I think we missed the second oh, that's year. That's so funny. I feel like just every other year we've hit a celebration. Okay. And like we were just, I think we were busy that second year or something like that. So, um, so next year, our uh, next our, year. the new hosts that yes, want to support hosts. the show by becoming us <laughs> will have a nice celebration. Yeah, have fun. Uh, but thank you it's all so much. This has been such an incredible experience over the past four years. It's yeah, I'm gonna get emotional. I I need to stop getting <laughs> emotional on like every single podcast we do. It's uh, don't. You, it's a it constant don't, thing now. Yeah, no. Emotional is one of the uh, the paths you took in life. It legit um, though, you totally could make that. Yeah, like that's that's one of the things that I really loved when I was making Radcrawl that I was like able to start going like here. Wait, this is a bizarre pathway. Like this is a bizarre class, and this it's even easier to do that. But that's okay. That's back on topic like, by accident. Like the alien, because we this, this is also so getting back to we wouldn't want to have a, a an episode of this show where we didn't talk about the aliens role playing game. Oh yeah, there's definitely so, a path for ship to ship combat. <laughs> is there a path to play a child? No, maybe. Okay, I don't know. I I. It's the small path. It's this. It might be the small path. Yeah, that's all it is. Yeah, that way it's there if you want to do it. But if you don't have to play a child, I won't play any games with anyone playing a child character. So, no, <laughs> especially no, not no child, high no. lethality games. No, yeah, <laughs> uh, definitely not. All right. So, um, but no judgment for people that do. You know, just that is that yeah, is my thing. You. Uh, this was the ending of a show at one point. <laughs> yeah, sorry, we were ending. Um, uh. How do we how do we end this show again? Hopefully, whoever takes over for us remembers how we ended this show. Yeah, hopefully they don't um, forget to stop hack and roll. Yeah.